0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 18 of the In Context podcast with me, Gregor Thompson. Before we begin, I'd like to ask if you could please follow or subscribe wherever you're listening and please leave a good review. It genuinely means a lot and that's the number one way you can support the podcast. This is a second episode on local business and entrepreneurship. And for this one, I spoke with Lindsay Craig who co-owns Seb's Urban Jungle, a plant shop and cafe located on Easter Road. They'll also be opening a new location in Leith later this year. They say their aim is to help people bring the outside in in a way that is convenient and affordable, which I think is a great message as we're seeing more and more people finding out about the impact of plants and greenery on their mental health and well-being, and I think that should be accessible to everyone. Everything we reference in the show, including the online shop and where to find a physical shop on Easter Road, will be linked below in the show notes. So without further ado, here is Lindsay Craig. So let's just start with, um, if you tell me a bit about yourself and what the business is that you own.
1: Yeah, um, I'm Lynn's and I work at Seb's Urban Jungle, which is an online plant shop. We've also got a little shop on Easter Roads. Um, it was myself and my friend Seb, the Seb, that started the business together. Um, last September, we opened the online shop, so we we're both just unemployed, on the dole, um, just yeah. sort of sitting about playing cards for days like what will we do like um and we're both obsessed with plants and as a lot of other people were getting like really into over lockdown as well we were like this is a good idea let's make a wee online plant shop um so we did that and then when the world kind of started opening up again we managed to get a wee shop on easter road which was lovely Um, so we opened through the hatch system to start off with and then managed to get everybody in eventually which was lovely. So now we're opening shop number two on Leaf Walk. So excuse Amazing. me. Amazing. <laughs> She's <laughs> outside. <laughs> no,
0: it's all good. Um so the business is going well then.
1: Yeah it's been r re- it's been um really well received anyway. So yeah um we've got loads of regulars and everything, loads of people that have like followed us from the start on Instagram. Um I think Instagram was one of our main ways of you know attracting people at the start with everything being closed down um for some reason like we got a lot of traffic through there we did sort of like monthly giveaways so i think that was really enjoyed by people so um yeah no it's been really good so far oh i've lost your audio
0: that's me oh. sorry that's my fault um <laughs> so what I, what I meant was um is social media was uh important tool for you then
1: oh definitely yeah i think um especially a lot of younger people. And there's a whole sort of plant movement on Instagram. You know, we've noticed sort of like urban jungle bloggers, things like that. And we're really getting in on that. Um, We originally just started posting pictures of our own plants and things and just getting in with the plant community kind of thing. Um, So yeah, social media was really good for it. I think Facebook's good for definitely hitting some people that aren't necessarily on Instagram. We don't Mm. really use Twitter at all because um, I think we're a bit more visual you know lots of pictures, great plant pictures right
0: so I did know that before you started the business that like you were either um, unemployed or was there some sort of redundancy there with um, someone
1: Seb was made redundant he was working in hospitality and right. um, myself I just did not have a job at the time so I was hoping to get back into work but with everything going on you know it was quite hard to find a job and I'd been in a lot of sort of corporate toxic work environments, so I really wanted to just do something of my own. I don't think I could go back to, I don't know, yeah, Sainsbury's or something.
0: Not do you think
1: with Sainsbury's, no. I just struggled with it.
0: <laughs> sure, it. yeah. Do you think that one of the questions I thought of was, do you think that either being made redundant or being unemployed, do you think if you hadn't been like that, you would have ever started this business?
1: I, um, I don't know. We're, we're both pretty big dreamers and we knew we wanted to do like something of our own eventually. But I think mm-hmm. that happening was really like a kick up the arse to actually do it.
0: And so specifically about houseplants then, why do you think they have become so popular?
1: Because everyone's stuck in their houses and, <laughs> you know, it's, I don't know, it brightens up your house. like people say plants make you happy and it really does, you know. Um, it's nice to care for other things, you know. It almost makes you care for yourself a wee bit better. And they just look fabulous in your house or office or anywhere.
0: Do you think they have an impact on mental health? Then? Do you think they ground you, having to care for them and stuff?
1: A hundred percent. I've got a lot of struggles with myself with mental illness, and plants are wonderful for me. I really enjoy them, and you know, I've heard that from a few customers as well, which makes me very happy to hear that. That it has that effect on other people too.
0: And do you buy? your stock from UK sellers? Do you buy from abroad? What, how do you stock the business?
1: So we started, um, our sort of supplier was in Holland. So Seb's actually Dutch, she's from Amsterdam. So that was nice. He was able to talk to them and everything. Got a good relationship. Um, but with, you know, Brexit and the pandemic and everything, it got a lot harder to mm. get stock from them. So we managed to find a UK stock um, stockist. So, you know, that's been a lot better that
0: yeah i suppose that's good for environmentally as well it's not traveling so far it's not on planes or anything like that
1: definitely yeah when you put it that way 100 percent. and environmental impact is actually you know quite it's important to us definitely we try and do everything as eco-friendly as possible yeah you know biodegradable recyclable packaging wherever we can um, everything's wrapped in like brown recycled paper um, yeah i think that's definitely something that's high up there on our priority list definitely
0: what else would you put up there? Maybe well, like top three priorities, top two priorities, something like that.
1: Sense of community. I'm all about that. Like our Easter road shop, um, mm. it's, it's lovely. Like Leith is just a lovely place. And there's so many people that come in and they're there a lot. And then it's such a small environment. So they all end up chatting to each other and then you're making coffees and we're all just having a wee blather, And it's, it's a really nice environment. Um, and when it's quiet, it's really nice for people to come in and just chill. We get a lot of compliments on that just you know it's a good environment for people Um, and we're doing a lot of charity work and there's we've managed to do a couple sort of fundings Uh, one was for refugee in Glasgow and the other was LGBTQ Youth Scotland in Leith I believe it was so you know we're, we're trying to do that like as much as possible and build up on that where we can.
0: Well that was one thing that the last guest I had on talk about local business she owns a gift shop in South Queensferry and yep. that's her gift shops right on the high street and so one of the things she mentioned was that there are, everyone on that high street is all friends it's all local business they all help each other out recommend each other and the thing yeah. she was saying was one of the piece of pieces of advice that she would ignore for local business is that there's no friends in business and she says there's only friends in business do you think that's the case on easter road
1: um, yeah definitely we've made a lot of friends with the people on easter road which is quite nice And I think Leith Walk will be very very similar but I'm not sure I think that's just nasty people that say that I don't know like (laughs) it's it's nice to be nice we're a big believer in that so I think that's what makes our shop so cute as well is that we're generally just like really loving people very caring people and you know you can't really go wrong with people that like plants and coffee so it's a nice place to be how do you
0: how do you communicate with employees do you have any advice or any ways of like something specific that you guys do with your employees that maybe help them?
1: Um, oh, I don't know. That's a difficult question. Um, <laughs> it's
0: quite it's quite specific.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, I guess generally we've not got that many staff at the moment. We're hiring well we've just finished hiring so we're we're just letting people go up today, which is quite exciting. Um, and we'll be expanding in the future. But I think um, in terms of advice for them like working in the shop and everything is just to be themselves you know have a chat with customers be honest you know and try and have fun with what you're doing it's a nice environment to work in and yeah it's it's not one of those jobs where you have to dread going to work every day like I generally think that everyone enjoys it
0: I do. Have you, ever, have you encountered any setbacks or roadblocks? And if you have, how have you overcome them?
1: Um, There's been like a few issues with deliveries and stuff, you know, whatnot. And mm-hmm. that's been a bit of a struggle. Things coming in a lot later, you know. For example, we were waiting on moss poles. I'm sure every plant shop in Edinburgh had the same problem. Like moss mm-hmm. poles to support your plant up. And yeah we just couldn't get them for months and months and months Um, and it was due to like the lorry driver shortage so that was a shame but we just kind of had to wait it out and you know stock other things teach people how to make their own moss poles Mm
0: -hmm.
1: we've just recently got like a sphagnum moss so you can actually make your own which is good Yeah.
0: (laughs) do you have any Um, do you have regulars do you have people that come into the shop like once a month and buy plants and how important are they do you cater to them
1: oh yeah like i love our regulars there's people that come in every single day for coffee sometimes twice a day and then obviously there's like your sole plant people who'll get a coffee when they're in but like they come in all the time for plants which is lovely and you get the odd sort of like one-off people that are just in for a big statement piece or a couple gifts for someone which is always nice um we get a lot of tourists as well. Easter Road I didn't realize was like good traffic for tourists. So it's nice um tell people about our online shop and they get we get them to follow us on Instagram and stuff. So it's good to get the word about. I think our locals are pretty good for getting the word out too. Mm.
0: How do you see so talk about tourism so with Easter Road and Leith what do you want to happen with with them? Do you want that to turn into the the kind of tourist ideas of the Royal Mile? or do you want to keep it that sort of independent unique sort of businesses like your own do you want to keep it like that
1: 100% that's
0: an easy question (laughs)
1: 100% yeah Easter Road and Leithwalk they're definitely picking up in that way as well like there's a lot of small independent businesses that are run by lovely people um so I can't imagine it getting very you know covered in tartan and like wee jimmy hats very soon but no I think it's it's good. People want to come to Leith. I think it's been voted like the coolest suburbs in something. It's like top five. So I've heard. But yeah, Leith's a good place. I
0: I'm
1: thinking hopefully when the trams open, it'll bring a lot more traffic down and make it a lot more accessible mm-hmm. for people in town.
0: Yeah, I think the one thing we don't want in Leith is um, like gentrification, where you're getting all, yeah. these, all this money getting poured into um, big business on Leith, and then you're pushing out people that stay there and stuff like that. Which shouldn't happen as long as we keep it to local small businesses.
1: I hope so. That's that's my mm-hmm. thinking. But um, yeah, we don't want any more student flats and Starbucks and Leith. We don't. We
0: don't need that. <laughs> well, that was a thing. I, I one of the things I was speaking to with someone three guests ago um, about the pandemic and the impact of it on businesses is that. Starbucks and Costa will have seen less footfall because people weren't going into the centre to go to work. They were staying at home, so then they were supporting their local businesses. Do you think mm-hmm. you found out during the pandemic?
1: Um, I think a lot of people I know definitely, and for myself, mm-hmm. um, sure. I'd, like pretty much every day, I was nipping out for my my walk, and then when you could, like, get a takeaway coffee, mm-hmm. sort of thing, because that's people's livelihoods, and you know, you get out for a wee bit.
0: Yeah do you how important do you think word of mouth is with your business so people recommending it to other people that's how I found out about it someone else told me about Seb's and Jungle and then I walked past it on Rooster Road I was like oh there it is there
1: <laughs> yeah no it's brilliant I think it's the best form of advertising people chatting about it and letting mm. their loved ones know because yeah it's really good there's something for everyone we've got like the the coffee and the foods and we've got the plants and we've got pots accessories as well as art by local artists. So we really want to expand on that as well um, to provide like a platform for local artists to sell their stuff and in a cute little shop. And also, you know, it's nice for the locals to have that there. I think a lot of people prefer or, you know, feel a lot better about buying from small independent artists than, you know, just, just wholesale, um, which is obviously you get great stuff that way as well, but there's something quite unique and special about buying from a small artist
0: and mm-hmm. um, one of the ways I prepared for these two the local business episodes was just listen to podcasts on business because mo- most guests I get have like a book or something like that Um, which was one idea actually because I, I the way I this is what I do for my podcast is I have all the guests and try and have something that symbolizes all the guests I've had on but there's been a few guests who haven't written a book so the idea I had for for Seb's Urban Jungle was having a small plant with maybe like a sticker on the pot or something like that Anyway, I'm I'm digressing. Um, So, yeah, I listened to a a bunch of um, business podcasts. And one of the things they were talking about was how important it is to pivot rather than U-turn. So if the whole general business is going well, but something's not going right, you don't just U-turn or completely shut down. You just pivot slightly. You just move and maybe change one small thing and then something better comes from that. Do Do you think you've done that before? Have you pivoted?
1: nothing that comes to mind i don't think um obviously like when you're starting up a business you sort of like need to find your feet with it a wee bit like you'll set things up in a certain way and then you'll realize well oh, it's maybe a wee bit better to do it that way um so i think it is like small changes all day every day until you're like this is working very well you know but you know there'll always be changes like the right. bigger screws. so yeah small changes are the new terms
0: sure what do you what do you think what's a challenge right now that you're trying to navigate as it start? is it having the new store on Leith walk is that the main thing yeah, you're focusing on
1: it's um it's been a project you know we're pretty much renovating the place it's it's massive so you know we've it was, wow. it was an old sort of supermarket so we had to take down all these sort of like shop walls and take down like really old battered plaster and so there's like original metal beams and brickwork and everything that we wanted to keep so it has been you know we're working all day every day all hands on deck for it um, still a lot of work to be done, and Seb's an ambitious man, so he wants <laughs> to have the shop open for, I shouldn't really say, but hopefully the 21st, um, wow, okay. the which is mad, because yeah, it's a yeah. problem building site at the moment, but mm. I'd like to get it done for them.
0: Of course, what's the, what's the plan with that shop? Is there any big ideas you have?
1: Yeah, so Easter Roads is the coffee house, Seb's Urban Rungle coffee house. And the Leithwalk one is going to be more of a brunch room, but we're going to have like some alcoholic drinks and stuff. So you can have a wee mimosa and whatnot with your breakfast. Um, so something a wee bit different, but also for the start, um, just before, you know, going into Christmas, we've just opened. We're going to keep it quite similar to the Easter Road Shop in terms of our, our menu and things like that and how it operates. And then when the new year starts, we're planning on building a proper kitchen in the back um and really expanding on the food menu and then start doing drinks and things like that so yeah very exciting
0: and what any ideas for food what sort of any ideas for dishes that you're going to use or is it too early for that
1: too early Seb is the first <laughs> we'll <laughs> have all the inspiration up in here <laughs> mm.
0: um, what's the biggest lesson you've learned so far with owning the business
1: Ooh, that's a hard one um I think definitely yeah. <laughs> that's a very hard one I should have prepared this mm. answer <laughs> I think i um, you know listening to I think working together definitely we had to learn how to listen to each other's ideas and like incorporate both of our ideas um or you know compromise and go for different things I think you know working with your best friend is you get used to it after a while, but at first we were like it was just work, 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 and only work. So we're back to, thankfully, we're back to just like working. Now we're still work, 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 <laughs> but <laughs> we've, made, we've made time for you know like social things as well now, which is quite nice.
0: Right. Well, I think well, that's maybe one of the perks of being your own boss. Is there any other perks that you you found with um, owning a business compared um, to maybe working for someone else?
1: Yes. Yeah, I think um, it's because you can make your own decisions about things. You can make things look how they want. You can sell what you want. You can, you know, build the sort of relationship with customers that you want. And yeah, you don't have someone constantly telling you what to do. You don't have any nasty bosses or anything like that. Not that we're nasty bosses. We'd never be nasty bosses.
0: No, of course not. So that's maybe like there's, there's less restriction. There's more freedom, more creative freedom there
1: yeah definitely i think that makes a big difference
0: um, yeah. if if someone gave you a million pounds right now for the business what would you do with it
1: well that's a hard question, <laughs> <good> question. <laughs> the last person <laughs> thought that was
0: a hard question as well I, ch- I changed it slightly and just said where do you want to be in five years
1: mm. so maybe that's a more question same yeah i'm very open-minded about things like i don't know what I'd want and I would just you know go with the flow see what would happen like there's so many things you could do with it it's hard to narrow it down mm-hmm. um I know for said, like he's very like I want to do this in this order and I'll have this in this many years and I, I just love that ambition so he's, he's always got us on track or he's got like the next big thing in his head going already um so he keeps us on his toes on our toes
0: <laughs> well, do you think that's maybe why you guys work so well together is that he's looking very far ahead. He's got these ideas very far ahead and maybe you're looking at the next day or the next week.
1: Yeah, I think definitely a mix of the two. Um, he's Yeah, he's got big dreams. We both do. And it's good because he really knows how to put them out there. Like, he is, he is set of the urban jungle. So,
0: um, And oh right so I've actually been looking at these as my notes but I've just realized I've got like I've been doing this all in my head and not paying attention to the order so we're now on the quick fire questions so these are these are nice fun like little little thinking required so um well first actually what's your favorite plant
1: oh mine's got to be a sansevieria people usually know it as a snake plant or mother-in-law's tongue but I'm not really a big fan of that name it sounds a bit weird (laughs) um no it's just like the most resilient plant you can have in full sun low light you barely need to water it and it's just, it's so sturdy. I love it, easy to propagate as well. And then obviously I'm gonna have to pick two, but yeah, I'm of on Lysiosa because that is our logo and they're just absolutely beautiful plants. It was one of the first big plants I got from my flat and it's a monster now, literally.
0: What's, um, actually, before we go on to any other quick fire questions, what's, <laughs> what I was just thinking of, what do you think, is there problems with, um, commercial plant businesses so big businesses ones that we when you're ordering like i don't want to like name ones i'm going to name ones Moonpig, for example (laughs) like what's what's the is there there issues with them is there issues with the way they deal with plants is there issues with how they how they organize themselves with plants
1: um i think generally them having like a huge amount of money to buy lots and lots of plants in bulk um, Mm. and then be able to sell it for ridiculously cheap and then they don't store it that well they'll overwater yeah. them they'll, or they'll not water them they're not getting any light in the shop things like that um you know that I think that affects us a wee bit um because people come in and they'll be like oh that's a really nice easy plant and then they'll go to Ikea or something and they'll be like oh yeah way cheaper even though it's been sitting there like and no light and just a lot of the time they don't pot them very well it's not got the right potting medium and obviously as I say like a lot of the time they overwater it so I definitely prefer going into like replant shops myself
0: and paying the mm. bills. Well, that was one of the things the last guest said as well, that she's had customers that come in and say, oh, like this card is this much at this shop. And she, her response is always, well, they're not paying the rent I'm paying. They're mm. not one person owning a business. They're a multi-conglomerate. Mm. Um, they've not got people's wages to pay in the same sense that I do so and also like like with plants and um local say crafters and creators they the amount of time like one person would spend on say, like knitting a jumper or making a card you can't re- you shouldn't really put too much of a price on that it's just you sh- like well you should you should, put, you should put a higher price on that because that's someone's time that you're spending
1: definitely i completely
0: agree with that that's right let's go back to quick fire so what's do you have a least favorite
1: oh probably a boston fern like me me and them just don't get on like uh, there's a lot of ferns i like but the boston fern you know if if it's not happy it's very shady and i don't like the mess you know okay <laughs> that's very <laughs> <True>. much fun <laughs>
0: <laughs> um do you have a favorite book or a book that you've gifted to people
1: oh that's a good question I'm off the top of my head um it's totally unplant related but 24 hour party people <laughs> I've given that to a few right. friends you know I don't know who has it now it's been passed about a lot but
0: yeah okay what's that about
1: um it's about the Manchester scene uh, music in the Manchester scene in the 90s
0: cool okay um I'll link all these in the show notes if anyone's listening um what purchase of a hundred pounds or less has most impacted your life
1: hmm <laughs> Probably, be yes. a plant yeah, it's probably a plant i think it's probably mm. um there's a giant sands of i've got back here it's absolutely lovely mm-hmm. uh, probably that yes you know giant
0: can't complain mm. nice um <laughs> if you could have a gigantic billboard showing to billions of people what would you have it say so it could could be a quote could be just some advice something like that that you want everyone to know
1: Um, plants make people happy. Let's go with that. It's That's nice. a good one. Like or, what the f- no, I don't know if I can say that, but no, do it. The f- what the fuculent? <laughs> <laughs> I would get this.
0: I like that. Okay. <laughs> um, what's one absurd or weird thing that you love? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. I have no idea. Um I quite like cleaning, which I know is pretty weird, but I'm a, I'm mm-hmm. a big cleaner. I like to clean.
0: Okay. Why? Do you just like the organization of it?
1: It's therapeutic. Um I'm not okay. so much of a tidier, but more of a cleaner. Like I like to like if something's really grubby, like I'm you know, I'm one of the ones in the cafe that's like, let me just scrub down everything, like Yeah.
0: I'm sure like the other workers love that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're, a lot of us are like that but which is quite it's a good thing to have in a hospitality environment but yeah. of
0: course yeah um in the last 5 years is there any be- belief behavior or habit that has entered your life or impacted your life
1: belief behavior
0: or habit it doesn't have to be the last 5 years actually it was any any belief or habit is there any belief habit that you've picked up that has positively or negatively impacted your life
1: I think habits, um, collecting plants has 100% changed my life, you know. My flat is, you know, wherever I live is a completely different place now. It's not as bare, there's a lot going on, it's a bit of a jungle, urban jungle, you know. Um, Yeah, it's it's been really nice and propagating has been fun. You can share plants with your friends and make new plants, like the plants you've got. So, yeah, plants is definitely the best thing that's happened to me in the last five years, I'd say.
0: Nothing. Okay. Um, so what, what advice would you give to a young 18 year old and what advice should they ignore?
1: Um, that is a very very hard one. I think that they just need to go with their gut for a lot of decisions and um, take advice from the ones you love obviously and then you really should listen to that. Um, you know rather than going with other opinions for whatever reason Um, yeah and look after yourself look after yourself you know your brain is very sensitive at times so you know just be nice to yourself be nice to others treat others how you want to be treated and dream big it's very cheesy but yeah
0: yeah well I don't think a lot of 18 year olds are told that though like in school and stuff like that they're not necessarily told that
1: very true and learn about like house stuff because nobody teaches you these things like that you, when I first moved out I didn't know that you had to clean the washing machine I just presumed it would clean itself because it's water and soap and stuff so you know they need to teach you these things in school. Also, I didn't
0: know that you just told me that I didn't know
1: that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mine must be like horrible right now. It
1: must be yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Oh no. So need
1: to clean the washing machine after this.
0: Yeah, I mean, but there's other things like they don't teach in school like um, that I always think they should have, and like um PSE, that sort of like so- social subject. You should have had that once a week where you're getting taught taxes, mortgages, rent, and yeah. all these things that you're just kind of thrown into when you leave school.
1: How to adult, you know, you really are Yeah, adult.
0: that should be one course that you should have to take.
1: Like council tax, things like that. Like we should really learn about that. Like there's only so much of like Henry the Eighth, <laughs> you know, that we want to know. Yeah. He care yeah. about his wife, you know, or him. <laughs> 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 One of the real things that are going on now in politics. I think that would be really important in school, because um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, I think young people especially are getting really involved in politics these days. Because it'd be silly not to. With everything that's yeah.
0: going on. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, it's all about like with young people. It te- it tends to be with every generation that's young people because it's the the future that they're fighting for. So you had that in, say, like, the 60s, 70s, people fighting for civil rights, and now you've got that with them. People fighting for LGBT rights, LGBTQ plus rights, um, trans rights, environmental rights, all these different things that affect their future. It doesn't affect, sadly, older people's future.
1: <laughs> yeah, which is quite sad. And then there's a few older people that obviously see that, and obviously they're, they're like, we want to help you, but there's only so much they can do with, you know, like oil companies and Tories, but, you know totally <laughs> unrelated to plants Seb's going to be like Lindsay shut up. <laughs> <laughs> why did I let like, you do this interview
0: <laughs> <laughs> no not at all um, what's what's some bad advice you hear in your profession mm-hmm. oh I don't
1: know
0: so it could be with like local business or with selling plants or caring for plants like that. um
1: Literally, the only thing I can think of is when we first started our shop online, and there was a customer that sort of messaged me, like, I wish you'd used Latin names only. Because for some plants, you know, we'd write the Latin name as the title of the product, Mm -hmm. or we'd write, you know, the sort of like common name, the nickname for it. But we'd always have like both in the product description, sort of thing. And I was like, I don't know, like sometimes the Latin's just a bit of a mouthful, or the nickname sounds a bit cuter. But yeah, I guess, you know, at first we were like, oh, should we change it? Like, is she right? I don't know. But then we were like, actually, no, like, let's do us and just like write it the way we want to write it. And people like the plant, they'll buy it. Um, So, yeah, I think definitely not sort of, don't look at any sort of like critiques as something you have to change. Like, you can go your own way.
0: Yeah. Well, I think with that, like, two things. One, like, you shouldn't be buying a plant based on its name and also i think you should have both because i think one like if you just had the latin names it's almost like exclusionary to people who can't read latin because like who who can read latin anymore (laughs) so (laughs) having both like one (laughs) one gives you like the historical name for it and one gives you the name that we we would use in today's culture yes
1: exactly but, um, some of the latin obviously when you're researching about the plants you find out about it you're like oh that's quite a cute meaning but i guess that's just because i don't know latin so it's nice to find out these terms and you're like oh that's lovely like philodendron means love tree which is gorgeous
0: oh that is nice yeah that's lovely um right what I should also mention I always forget to mention this those questions that we just I just asked were from Tim Ferriss's show I need to make sure I need to cite these these are not my questions these ones um and these next ones are from James Lipton from the Axor studio um what is your favorite word these are questions that you that people would never ask you but when you do get asked them it's a very like you you never think about these things but
1: um, pass. pass oh my god that's too, that's really hard there's a lot of fabulous words
0: I thought you were saying your favorite word was pass <laughs> why uh,
1: pass on the word question I have no idea okay. probably something drag race related but that would be a saying probably or well,
0: what's what's your favorite saying then
1: like that's sickening or something or I don't know I call everything fabulous or I say cute a lot yeah there's yeah just wholesome words wholesome wholesome is a good one wholesome is my favorite word that is it there we go yeah
0: what do you have a least favorite word
1: Uh, not really I know people are a wee bit creeped out by the word moist for some reason but Mm, that's a common one yeah I, I don't know I'm pretty easy with words
0: okay uh, what sound or noise do you love?
1: Um, the sound of cats purring. My cats. Good one. You know, my eldest Joplin snores, which is pretty cute.
0: So. Joplin's a great name for a cat.
1: Thank you. It's Joplin and Stevie. Stevie Nicks.
0: Stevie Nicks. Oh, <laughs> no. Well, the, again, the last guest I had on, she has a collection of plants that she names after feminist heroes. So she's got Stevie. She's got Ruth for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Who else does she have? I'm sure she actually has Janice. I think she has a Janice for Janice Joplin. So that's very, that's very strange. Um, What, what uh, sounder noise do you hate?
1: Cutlery scraping off plates, like
0: Mm.
1: yeah, I can't, I can't with that. It goes through me.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, What is your favourite curse word?
1: Am I allowed to say it? Yeah, and just probably just fuck. Like it Classic. Just does the job. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. You can use it in all these different terms as well. Like it has yeah. very many meanings. You can use it positively, you can use it negatively. It's great.
1: Yeah, with other words. It's fabulous.
0: Yeah. Um, what profession other than your own would you most like to attempt?
1: I would love to be a rock star. Like, nah, just, I would absolutely love to gig and go on tour and things like that. I used to be in a band. Um, I'd really like to start in other bands um yeah that would be the dream i'd like to still do that alongside this but this is pretty full time at the moment yeah
0: what was an name of your band
1: it was betty and the bass um it was me and two other guys but you know eventually we just sort of like grew apart and we broke up um yeah so and then i was gonna eventually look for another band there's like a few girls i re- I'd, like really like to jam with but the pandemic happened and stuff so yeah I just need to get back into that now which would be lovely what do you play? Um, guitar, we a bass, and I sing and write
0: songs. Awesome. What kind? Of, what genre of music?
1: Uh, like very genre transcending, I guess. Like, if there's <laughs> genre, like just whatever song genre yeah, okay. song. I don't know. Can be. We used to call it like country grunge, which was a cute thing to call it back then, but. Mm-hmm. It, yeah like i write a song and it sounds like oh that's a sort of jazzy song or that's Mm. a bit of a yeah just different very different
0: cool Uh, who's your who's your favorite artist or band
1: that's a hard question Mm, the pixies Pixies are Mm. number one for me definitely up there
0: yeah, do you have one. a do you have a least favorite band? Do you have some like a band you hate? Because like people hate Nickelback or they hate Coldplay. Do you have one?
1: Um, probably the 1975 or Young. Okay. Like. Yeah. Just,
0: no. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Um, <laughs> what profession would you least like to do?
1: Ooh. A hundred percent. I don't know why I thought of this. That's awful, but at the same time, yeah, work in a is it an abattoir where they kill the animals yeah
0: Oh, okay mm. very wrong that's interesting I've never actually had that before like the majority of the ones are, are nurses but that's actually quite a, that is a horrible job so I've
1: never... I, that's... I have no idea that came to me like that like
0: yeah it's quite that... an o- it's an obvious one when you think about it but I've never actually no, no one said that it's interesting
1: yeah. there's a shortage of them, and I I kind of get what.
0: So. yeah of course um if heaven exists what do you want God to say when you arrive at the pearly gates?
1: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can apologize for everything. <laughs> then we'll talk.
0: <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. Um, and lastly, so where where can people stay up to date with Seb's Urban Jungle? Where can they go to shop at Seb's Urban Jungle online and in person? Um, So
1: Instagram is probably your best bet for all our you know really up-to-date stuff we do a lot of stories and things like that um, which is Seb's Urban Jungle and our website is seb'surbanjungle.co.uk so you can shop online there we do local delivery around like Leith and surrounding areas um, and we also do click and collect so you can pick your plants up from Easter Roads, and eventually we'll be able to pick them up from you know whichever shop is easiest for you which will be good But yeah follow our Instagram to see all our sort of stories and whatnot about us building the shop because it's been quite fun you'll get to see us like climbing scaffolding and knocking <laughs> stuff so yeah
0: perfect so uh,
1: a November giveaway I can't forget that okay. we've got mm-hmm. a giveaway at the moment and it is for a 160 centimeter philodendron it's absolutely beautiful so yeah you just need to go to Instagram to enter
0: I will enter I entered in one last time with the the drums the ah, so partnership we did there, they were so cool. It was yeah. such a good idea.
1: No, no, I love it. There's a, a guy that lives on Easter Road that does it as well, which is cool. Mm.
0: Right. Well, um, thank you very much for taking the time and spending part of your morning here. Um, I really appreciate it. And yeah, keep yes. going with the good work. I love it.
1: Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Good chance,
0: And that's the end of the second and last part of the episodes on local business and entrepreneurship. Again, you can find the links for Seb's Urban Jungle, including the online shop and social media links, all in the show notes. If you'd like to know who I'll be having on for in my next episode and for all other future episodes, you can follow my Instagram, which is gtmedia.uk, or my Facebook, which is gregorthompson-journalist. You can also watch the podcast and stay up to date by subscribing to my YouTube channel, which is uk, all one word, And you can also find all my articles and all the work I'll be doing on gtmedia.uk, my website. That is gtmedia.uk. Thank you very much for listening and stay tuned for episode 19 of the In Context podcast and take care of yourselves.